Second Corinthians in chapter number four. I'll be very brief this morning. Don't miss the evening service. I want to leave you with something. You know, God doesn't need much from you to raise the dead. He just needs you to believe him, that's all. I used to think you have to fast for 99 days. You know, 40 without food. The remaining days with uh and Gary only. No. Submission means more to God than everything. I say it again. Submission means more to God than anything and everything. Anything and everything. Second Corinthians 4. We greet mommy. Mommy, good morning. It's nice seeing you. I've not seen mommy in a while. Can we appreciate mommy, please? I've not seen her in a while. Hallelujah. Yeah, better give her offering so that at her age you'll be looking this good. Yeah, some of you are already looking like. Uh... <laughs> well, thank God for the oil of gladness. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are you've you don't what you should do, but you just need help. You just want to, Jesus to help you. You know what I'm talking about. Could be in any area of life, but you just if if you need something else to just get you out of where you are, just just stand where you are. And others sit down, please. We are all going to just pray in the Holy Spirit for these people. Just for a minute, quickly. Just pray in the Holy Ghost for them. Those of you that are standing, don't pray in the Holy Ghost. Just tell Jesus from your heart, not your head. Lord, help me. Help me. Tell him to help you. Go ahead. Come on, those of you that are sitting there, can you pray in the Holy Ghost loud? Lord, help. All he wants to hear is, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Lord, help me. We have no man. Help us. Thank you. Receive help from above. Whichever area where your feet has been dug into the ground and mobility has become impossible. Resurrection is not an event. He is a person. As you've cried to resurrection right now, everything about you comes alive. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. God bless you.
Hallelujah. The guy at the pool of Siloam cried unto God and he said, sorry, Jesus went to him alone. And I kept wondering, why would Jesus go to this guy alone? No, not, no, no other person. Quite a number of folks there. I'm sure p- people that had uh, worse conditions than he did. I found the answer. And the answer is what a lot of preachers have... <laughs> they've, they've used that statement to actually tell this man how, how useless and how, how, how much of the weight of unbelief was over, over his life. The man said, I have no man. You know, it was only a man that can get you into the pool. But when you have no man, then the only person that can help you is God. As long as you have a man, you don't need God. But when you get to the point where I have no man. So sometimes God allows you to exhaust all your men. Then when all of them are filled and you can ask the Lord, I have if you don't show up, someone will die here. Then he shows up. I told you, don't forget, it's all in your hands. If you are looking for the man, he won't show up. God won't show up. You can't walk in your inheritance because your inheritance is not based on men. He will use men, but you don't pick the men he uses. He does. Second Corinthians in chapter number four. You, should, you guys should start full second service. First service, so so and so. Second service, huh? or you move to another building. Whichever one. Or you extend the auditorium. Okay? The thing about God is if you don't make room, there will be nothing to fill. Don't forget, the oil will stop as long as the vessels, once the vessels, there are no more vessels, rather, the oil stops. It's as simple as that. You keep creating vessels or getting vessels, oil keeps flowing. Yeah. That's, that's God's, God's modus operandi. Second Corinthians in chapter number 4, we'll read verse number 6. Second Corinthians 4, 6. Can we read together, everyone want to read? Can we read out loud one more time? There are three lights in this passage. And those are the three lights you find in scriptures. The Bible says, let your light so shine. Whenever Jesus speaks about us, my own job this weekend is very simple. Get you to stand in before the throne and experience the throne. Uh, you won't live an ordinary life again. You know, if you experience the throne, it's not a prayer, it's a statement. If you experience the throne, you won't live an ordinary life again. It's, it's as simple as that. Now, the Bible says, God who commanded light to shine in darkness has shone in our hearts. Now, let me explain this, ladies and gentlemen. I did say yesterday, 
I said everything you see that is external in the Old Testament has been internalized in the New Testament. In other words, where is the cloud of the pillar of fire by day and the pillar of fire by night? Where? It's inside of you. And please, you are better just believe that and know it. It is right inside of you. Where is the Ark of the Covenant? That's why they won't find it. You know, some people are thinking it's in Ethiopia. I, I met one of my, a professor from Ethiopia, um, so two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And we're asking him, they said the ark is in, Solomon brought the ark uh, to his girlfriend, <laughs> Queen of Sheba. <laughs> the ark truly in Ethiopia. <laughs> the guy said, we have tourism. <laughs> That's all he said, we have tourism. That's not the ark. It will never be found. It will never be found. All right? Now, the reason is simple. Um, everything that is a shadow, once the substance comes, shadows must leave. Okay? In the Old Testament, you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Not death itself, just its shadow. But in the New Testament, Jesus had to take on death itself, not its shadow. All right. So once the substance shows up, you, you let go of, of the shadow. And brethren, you are the substance. Everything we've read about Moses, the law, the great things that happen in the Old Testament, just shadows. And believe you me, shadows. Absolutely shadows. Now, the Bible talks about you being an agent of light. There's something you carry on the inside. Something you carry on the inside. The Bible says Christ's in me, not around me, not with me, not about, about me. Now, and this is the reason why God did all that. Now, God did not create man to, um, uh, how will I put it now? He didn't create man for man to be an object of his fun. No. He created man to be an object of his affection. Affection. God can't express love to angels. They weren't created for that. He can't express love to any other creation besides man. Only man and God have that uniqueness of relationship. God can love animals. He didn't create them to be objects of his affection. So when one man dies, a part of God goes. And that's why, you see, God, salvation goes beyond your sins or our sins. No. Salvation is simply God, God coming to redeem his image. You know when you say somebody is redeeming his image? In other words, his image has been tarnished. Now he has to redeem his image. It's, it's because God, God created man in his image. So when his image malfunctions, he has to... Salvation is God trying to fix his reputation. You are his reputation. Every human being. And that's why you must not, please, don't treat anyone less. Any, any person... I don't care if the person worships the devil. So long the person is created in God's image... Respect the person who created him. 
So Paul told the Philippians, he says, see, um, extreme others better than yourselves. In other words, look, honor people. In honoring people, you are honoring who? God. Anytime you honor someone's image, you are honoring the person. There are three lights in scripture. So the whole, the entire program of God or the God's agenda is the fact that there's darkness on this earth. I'm going to put light, but I'm going to put, I can, because God is light, so I can only put light in anything that is my image. So, uh, what you call the light of the angels is different from the light we carry. See, the reflection of light is different from the source of light. All right? Angels can only reflect the light. They are not the source. Only man can be a source. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, if I take a flashlight right now, and I flash it through this, it will form a shadow. And probably because of light, it will disperse the light as it were. Something like that. And that's what angels have. All right? So when you see them in their ambience and the the fullness of your glory, what you are seeing is a reflection of light. Now, see, there is nothing called, there is no light angel or dark angel. You see, what makes one light and the other one dark is simply where they live or what they are reflecting. So the ones with God reflect light because they live in light. Not they are they are not light. I didn't say they are light. I said they live in. Why the devil is not dark? Why why is dark? Is because he lives in. It's as simple as that. Okay. Now the truth is this. Stay with me. God did not make you a reflection of light. You are light. You are what? Light. You are light. Now, there are three realms of light in that passage, like I said. And there are three realms of light in scriptures. Now, God expects you to operate and be these three lights. Now, a lot of us have some problems in life, not because the problems could be overwhelming. It's simply because we are not operating in the fullness of capacity. What's the first light? The first light, and I'm going to give you in the order they appear in scripture. The first light is what you call the light of his glory. Someone say the light of his glory. Please write it down. Please go with me. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 2, 3, 4. Genesis 1. Let's start from verse 3. From verse 3. Genesis 1, 3. No signal. Okay. Can we read together? Genesis 1, 3. Yes, read. Don't worry. There's no signal. Let's read. You have your Bible. Genesis 1, 3. Oh, please, please, please. Don't insult the Bible. <laughs> if it is a video you are watching on social media, now you can't quack, quack, quack. Let's read properly. 
All right, one, two, read. Now, please, question. This is what you call the light of glory. There are three lights that you are. Number one is the light of glory. God said, let there be light. Now, this is not... Please, we're going to go to some interesting places this morning. Then we're going to sing that song, I honor you. And we're going to dance, dance, dance. And let's see what Jesus will do. Now, that... That's this light. It's not the light of the sun, obviously, right? It's not the light of the moon. No. This light is not... Uh, this light does not dispel darkness. <laughs> this light does not dispel darkness. No. All it does is... It separates light from darkness. Because don't forget, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be. If there is light, the darkness that he called night, where is it from? If that light got rid of the entire darkness, the one he called, the Bible says, and the darkness, he called, where is that darkness from after light has shown? So the light of the glory does not really dispel darkness. It separates. It's a distinguishing light. Now when the Bible says, and they shall see your children and know that these are the children whom the Lord has blessed. They will be able to distinguish your children from that it is the light of glory. Have you ever been to a place when you get there and Someone just walks up and says, there's something about you. I don't know what. Huh? What is manifesting is the light of glory. I went preaching in the, in, I went, I went preaching in the UK and I was heading to the United States several years ago. And boy, I was dead tired. Oh yeah, the, I was dead tired. Now, the church that invited me bought me economy. I was going to the United States from the, from the airport. I was heading straight to the pulpit to continue preaching. I preached in the UK for four weeks, probably 15, 18, 20 times. I can't remember. But I was dead tired. And most of them were anointing service. <laughs> and the food was not great. <laughs> so I couldn't replenish strength. <laughs> I was dead tired. I needed my sleep. And here I was, I was cramped in the economy. I wanted to upgrade with my money. They, they, there was nothing. They said there was, they, my ticket was not upgradable. They, I said, what's the, how much will it cost to buy a new one? When they told me, I said, don't worry. I think I stay with this one. And brethren, I said, I said, Lord Jesus, Lord, I'm tired. I don't need, I, is it that you give me good rest here? And make me make my body feel as though it's in the bed. Oh Lord, I really, really would like an upgrade, right? So I sat down there and, and that was all I, in my heart I said it to God. Before we took off, suddenly the hairstairs came in and said, Well, guess what? Today is the captain's birthday. 
And the captain has requested that one passenger will be upgraded from economy to business class as um, a gesture of his birthday. I started packing my things. <laughs> I'm telling you the Jesus truth. I started packing my things. Why does he have to be my own captain that will be celebrating birthday? Uh, see, before you asked, <laughs> before God knew I was going to ask, before you asked, See, that's why I said God is not trying to make your, He's not trying to create your answer. Wow. So I sat there, I began to pack my things. The Yimbo seated next to me <laughs> said, Boy, because they, were, I, we, we asked, they said they were going to um, put all the uh, boarding passes and pick one person. He said, She hasn't even picked yet. <laughs> I said, Don't worry, she can only pick one. Let her. <laughs> Let her pick it 50 times. She will pick the same one 50 times. I was too sure. No, brother, you should understand this thing. You are God's child. These are things you should expect. It is not... It is not a favor. It is the right of inheritance. What did I call it? Right of period why should you be sorry for it apologize to you that I'm the son of a king so there I was the guy said don't worry by the time she picked her she picked (laughs) it was fun she was going this way I was still packing my things she came it was my body pass she picked. Let her pick it 50 times. I know how my father works. God doesn't mess with people who don't mess with him. I'm telling you the Jesus truth. So the guy, the guy looked at me, man. The guy sitting next to me said, how did you do that? Like, like you have some psychic powers or something? <laughs> I said, don't worry. I know that day I'll tell you the gospel. I don't have to tell you. I have to go and sleep. <laughs> I have to go and sleep. The light of glory separates. Brethren, you carry it. Let me tell you. I, I told you about my first job when I left school. Worked in Einstein Young. Those days, you just go write a test. You pass. You do your interview. You don't need to know anybody. You don't need to know anybody. We wrote the test. They wanted only two one and one one. I think well about a thousand people came showed up to write the test. I practiced G math. You know those days G math. I'm sure you guys still have it. Practiced all the G math. I was about to sleep at night. That's why I said God doesn't prosper lazy folks. Yeah. <laughs> so and just before I I I mean drifted off to sleep. Some hand parted my tie in a way that you wake up. The sleep will leave you. Who knows what I'm talking about? Parted my tie. So I, I got up. Said, the test, the last test you did, go look through the answers again. So I went, looked through the answers because I did the test. Scored myself. That's enough. I've done many tonight. That last one, go look through the answer. So I went, looked through the answers, corrected the ones I missed. 
kind of practically I knew all the answers in my head. We got to the exam hall the next day. Uh -uh. <laughs> it was that last test that was there. You know when you know the answer you'll be picking? <laughs> A, B, this is the one I missed. It was, uh-huh. Yeah. They needed 20 people. I was one of the 20. Cut-off was 96%. <laughs> <laughs> and 20 of us had over 96 and up I scored 99 I was watching wondering which one did I miss <laughs> no I'm serious you'll be wondering because brother people will look at you and say you're a genius brother the Ashiri of glory cannot be explained the Ashiri of glory cannot be explained brethren these things are ordinary to you it is not I don't know why there is a Yoruba anointing on me today it is not Barbara it is not Barbaracious no brethren these things this is the life of glory glory separates it doesn't dispel that. the one thing about the light of glory is this the light of glory Bo, you notice in that scripture, let there be light and there was light. Are you back up now? Okay, very good. Let there be light and there was light. Now, this light is not the light of the sun or the moon. All right? This light coexists side by side with darkness. Uh, is that evident in the scripture? This light coexists side by side with darkness. Now, for one reason. Darkness gives this light its relevance. Now, when man fell, this is the light he lost. The light of his glory went dark. The light of the elements is still there. The third one, which is the light of the word, was still there. But this one, gone. When Jesus came to restore... This is the light it restored to every believer. Now, this is the one that gives you access and says, come boldly to the throne of grace. That I may receive mercy and grace to help at the time of need. This is the one that gives you access to the very throne of God. Like I told you, this one only separates. This is the one that showed up in the wilderness. When Pharaoh and his army came pursuing after the Israelites. And the Bible says, at night, suddenly, that pillar of cloud, for the first time and the only time, he left leading the children of Israel. He moved to the, the only time, he moved behind them. He now separated the, the Egyptians from the Israelites. The Israelites had light. The Egyptians had darkness. All night, they couldn't travel. That's the job. But it will not kill them. In other words, God actually created this light so that you can rule. That's why it must coexist with. This is the light of dominion. This is the light of dominion. And where is it, ladies and gentlemen? He has shown it in our hearts.
Someone says, in my heart. Shine it in your heart, ladies and gentlemen. Another thing that this light does is it directs. The Bible says, it let them pillar of cloud by day. It directs. Now, let me explain what, why this, because you wonder, God said, let there be light. Then later, in verse 16, he created the sun, moon, and stars. Why? What was that? Why was that necessary? So, which light is this light? <laughs> now, the light of glory, like I said, doesn't dispel darkness. The light of glory is actually what sustains everything. We see or we can't see. Let me explain. When you want to create a human being, what's the first part of the human being you put together? A human being. Uh, You're a human being now. Okay, look at me here. I'm a human being. All right? What makes me stand like this? It's called... You went to school. Your parents did not waste money. <laughs> now, without my skeleton, I would just be a mass of flesh, sinew, fat. I would just be a mass. What gives me structure is what? My skeleton. The light of glory is the skeleton. It is the system and the structure that upholds everything. That's the one that the Bible was talking about in Hebrews 1.3. He opposed everything. Now, that's why it has to come first. Every other thing is connected to it. If this one did not show first, every other thing would not have capacity to stand. So, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Hebrews 1. Let's start from verse number 1. Please, quickly, run, run. Hebrews 1, from verse 1. God, who at various times and in various ways, spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Keep running, verse 2. Has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Spoken to us by his son, whom he had appointed to be heir of what? How many things? How many things? All things. Through whom he made the whole world. Verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding how many things? Come on church, talk to me glory. Now please, what is the meaning of all things? My sister, you went to school. All things means what? Everything. Does that include the devil? So, who upholds the devil? You are not going with me. When you read your Bible, read it the way it says. Your poets are many things. All things. Does all things include the devil? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> Satan only has his existence because he's upheld by God. That's all. The day God doesn't need him anymore. He will send one angel that is not a lieutenant to take chains and go and put him in bottomless pit. Don't make a big deal of the devil. If you understand that 
He only has his existence because he, your father wants him alive. Your attitude will change. So even the devil is being upheld by this light of glory. All things. Gravity, light of glory. Ecology, light of glory. That's why when you carry this light of glory, ladies and gentlemen, what it does is that it should make sure that things always fall in order. Wherever there is no order, there is an absence of the light of glory. That's why in heaven you don't discuss order. Because that's where glory itself dwells. Do you know why we will never fight in heaven? Eh? Especially sisters will not argue or fight with themselves. <laughs> Alright? Don't worry, there will be no sister in heaven, no brother. We will all be the same. Can you imagine, I will look at Bola and I won't be able to love her. She will just be my, my person in the Lord. <laughs> person in the Lord. It's a mystery, brother. I look forward to it. I just know, I know this girl. So, okay, yeah, she used to be my wife. <laughs> and that's it. And no affection. No affection. No feelings. Can you imagine? I won't be able to have bad thoughts. Can you imagine? <laughs> I won't be able to. Why? Have you noticed that there's no sun in the New Jerusalem? I think I will have to stop here this morning. The light has shone hey, in our yes, hearts. Yes, Lord. Brethren, there must be other. Whatever things are going sway, I know I need to arise and say like my dad says, let there be. You know, you know what that means? Let there be order. Let there be other means the trees, the fish, the river cannot come at the same time. Huh? Precept upon precept, line upon line. Here a little. Let there be other also means that God is speaking. Let the whole earth be silent before him. Do you know that's what I believe? The, the, the body of Christ is the problem of this country. A, a people, there will always be. See, God did not create darkness. Darkness existed. Let me just stop you from starting from Genesis 1 3. If I take you earlier than that, I will confuse your heart. No head, heart. But you notice that God did not say, Let there be darkness. What did He say? Now, darkness occurs on the earth as a natural phenomenon. From Genesis 1-3. Natural phenomenon. You don't have to make it happen. Now, anywhere there isn't light shining, what do you have? It, it doesn't, you don't need to invite it. Darkness is the one that got there before light showed up. So if there is no order in a country, it's because there is no reflection of the light of of glory. Now, the mystery of the light of glory is this. 
No unbeliever can have it. It's not possible. This is the only light that God doesn't give to anyone who is not his child. You can't have it. You cannot have it. Because this is the one that makes you tell the Satan, shut up, animal, shut up. I told you, it's for dominion. If there isn't order in the home, in the family, it's because there's a problem with the light of glory. I didn't say you are the reflection of the light. I said you are the light of glory. If some, there's still darkness in your extended family, huh? and you're waiting for God to come and fix anything, oh no, he doesn't do that. Let me stop here. Oh, brethren, until you say, let there be, there can't be. Until you deliberately manifest and take charge, darkness, darkness will hold sway. After I got born again, God helped me. I had this understanding early. I went after everybody in my family, including the witches. Including the ones we knew were, were witches, two of them. One of them I sat down with her and said, Ma, why, is it, why do people think you're a witch? She looked at me. She said, I'm not a witch. So, but Jesus died for witches too. She's an intercessor today. Let me explain to you all this problem you're having in your family is because you are, you are the problem, you are the cause of the problem. You are not effective. You are not effective. It will coexist, but you rule over it. God separated it. You can't be in an office. Huh? Let me, when the light of glory shows up, Laban himself will know that God has blessed me because of you. <laughs> Laban will know that God has only blessed me because of you. But then, we are the light of glory. When, when COVID started, because you see, if you are not deliberate about it, let me explain this to you. I told you yesterday, the New Testament is in your hands. In the New Testament, it's all in your hands. Whatever you want, God wants with you. <laughs> I got up one day, I said, well, because if I don't take charge of my city, Huh? darkness stands there naturally I have, I'm the one that will tell darkness time, time is up light is here so I rule so I did a drive walk it can, it can be prayer drive <laughs> through my city I covered every street took me hours midnight to about three every day for a couple of days in Texas, my city has the least amount of death, has the least amount of infection. It's amazing. Now, guess what? It will not just happen. If I sat in my house and I only covered my family 
My family alone will be covered. You see, the thing is this. It is, <laughs> why do you think, <laughs> let me stop here. Bola, Bola is looking at me now. There is a man in, in Lorry. His name is um, Reverend Isaac. I think it's Omolei. Omolei. They were to have a, a fair of all the uh, witch doctors, all the traditionalists, you know, Ogun, Oshun, all of them. They were to have a fair in Ilori Stadium. So everyone took stands. Uh, Shokmono had a stand. Amadioha had a stand. Ekpenyong had a stand. Ayilala had a stand. Shongo had a stand. <laughs> Olokun had a stand. Yemoja had a stand. All of them had stands. And they were all peddling darkness. So this man of God too went to them and said, Shebi is for all. <laughs> yes, he said, he too, he wants a stand. But guess what? If nobody did that, that would have been a fair. Some people would have been inducted into darkness and that would be the end of it. So he too went and took a stand. The Holy Ghost did not tell him. I said, is in your hands. Yes. He just went. Everything, darkness has representation. It is all its ramifications. The light of glory has to be deliberate. If God, it, it is. <laughs> the, he went and took his stand. At the end of the day, a local priestess gave her life to Jesus. I'm serious. At some point in time, because all of them were sick, Oloku could not heal them. Oh, yeah. Shongo could not help. So when they began to see the power of God, (laughs) because he would open his whatever, and be blasting Christian music. Very radical one. All right? If someone did not take it up. Light of glory showed up in Benin. Some years back, through our father, Archbishop, Daosa. They were still there, but they only moved to the back of the house. But there was a line. It was a time in, 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 our, in our history, Christian history in this country, that if we think very well, everything you enjoy now stems from there. Anywhere I move to, the first thing I do, let there be. It might take me 60 days. Sometimes it might take me three months of praying every night for four or five hours. Because you are trying to deal with some guys that have been there a long while. Let's explain the way it is. But you know I'm not giving to boasting. Those of you that know me. I'm saying this so I need you to understand this. I'm opening my heart to you. Nobody can become anything in my city without my permission. So you can imagine if that happens in your city and your city and your city and your city and your streets 
and your street and your streets. Brother, darkness has no place to hide. But there's just no understanding of this. Start with your family. My family, you either fall on the line with Jesus or you fall out. It's as simple. There's no option for you. No option. As a student, I was invited to preach in a crusade in a village in the eastern part of Nigeria. I got there. The man, the Assemblies of God, has been there for... He's been, he's been, his ministry was almost over 10 years. Started the church. Had four members. One is wife. Second is son. The remaining only two converts he has had. One of them does not really come. So when they have full service, they are four. When they, have, they don't have full service, they are three. The one, two of them don't have an option. They have to follow him to church. Ten years. <laughs> so they, we had about it. They invited him to come and preach in the crusade. So we went there. And that place, wow, very dark. We got there. I was a teenager. I was still a student. I was in the Let's, we did Jesus March. You know, the usual thing, very noisy, aggressive. We did Jesus March, took everywhere, announced the darkness, went to the shrine. <laughs> you, know, uh, you, know, you know what young men do. At night, everybody came out. I mean, because it was strange, we created a scene. All right, there's power in numbers. Created a scene, did every stuff. They came in the evening. I preached my intestine out. Not one person came for altar call. They were all there. The place was full. Not one. Second night, we fired prayers. Came out to preach again. Because I lost my intestine the last night. I preached my livers out. <laughs> my liver, not livers now. My liver out. Not one of them came to give their heart to Jesus. You. Third night, don't forget I've lost my intestine. Lost my liver. I preached one of my kidneys out. Not one. Three, four thousand people will be there in the field. But not one. Not even a child will come and encourage you and give my heart to Jesus. Not even a child. So it will still have been a three-day crusade and I will have ended. How old was I? I think I was 18 or thereabout. So I told one of my protégés, I said, you guys, you're going to preach tomorrow. So I shut myself indoors all day. I think after about 20-something hours of staying there, refusing to go. Because listen, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that God doesn't... See, so, sometimes God needs to take you through school. So I was there. Finally, in the evening, I saw a vision. In the vision, I saw a crippled man. He sat on a stool and everybody in the village was under that stool. No legs. I, could, I can recognize him. So I came out. I was excited. I called pastor. I said, pastor, come, 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 come. I said, please, there's a crippled man in this town. Where does he live? Ah. He said, pastor, we have a lot of crippled people. I said, no, no, no. You know who I'm talking about. There's one crippled man. He's the one that is sitting over everybody in this village. Now said the man lives in the forest. He lives alone, but he lives in the forest. He's the priest of all the gods in, this, in the town. 
I said, let's go to him. He said, Pastor, um, <laughs> no, so they used to call me evangelist. He says, evangelist, I said, let's, we are going to him. So he said, the Lord is with us. <laughs> now you can now understand why his church has been like that for 10 years. So you can now understand why they are still, you are still afraid of some people in your own family. So we went. Initially, his, his steps were, because I had, to, I had to kind of pump him up a little bit by the word of God. If the Lord be for us, who can be against us? I didn't do it for myself. I needed it for him. Because the guy wasn't ready to go. As far as he's concerned, he's like, he's, he's signing his death sentence. So, he was following me. I you know, we began to sing. Uh, we were singing on the way. Uh, so, as we were getting closer, I found that the person, my co-singer, <laughs> his part was lagging behind. <laughs> further and further. Eventually, when we got to the place, the man was some meters away from me. He said, Pastor, we've got in there. That's the house. Ah, uh, Pastor, where are you? He said, I'm here, sir. He said, when you speak. I said, I need an interpreter. He said, evangelist, I will interpret for you. <laughs> so I began. Then the man showed up. The man said, they had seen us before we left the city. And he knew we were coming. And that we are coming to our death. I allowed him to say everything he needed to say. So when he finished, I told the, because I, he was Igbo, I didn't understand Igbo then. I told him, please, say exactly what I said. I said, I'm giving, I told the man, I give you only two options. Only two. You give your heart to Jesus. I was 18. You give your heart to Jesus or you die. I will sacrifice you to let go 3,000 people. I have no problem doing that. At that age, I can sacrifice a thousand people. I don't mind. <laughs> no, at that age, I'm old and wiser now. That age, I can sacrifice. <laughs> I can sacrifice a thousand people. <laughs> Image of God call. I, 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 I didn't understand all that at that time. <laughs> you see, standing in the way of the gospel, I will sacrifice is as simple as that. So I, I told him two options. You either receive Jesus. Oh, I'll let you go. The man laughed, cynical laughter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When pastor was interpreting, something told me that he didn't say exactly what I said. <laughs> I said, pastor, what did you say? He said, what you said, evangelist. I said, you didn't say what I said. He said, I said something like it. I said, no, I said, say exactly what I said. I repeated it. Two options I will give you. Shabi, we are done with your own ranting. Give your heart to Jesus. Or I kill you. Brother, long shot of the story. The man laughs, went around. He actually drags his bum on the floor. No legs. And he was holding down the destiny of everybody in the village. In the city. Over 4,000 people. Ate, ate whatever. I told him he should be full of all the things he's eating on. By the time it was done, I said, as he made his decision, he was saying, I told pastor, interpret to me, saying he was asking, where is, has his God left? That they have deserted him. Where did they go? 
<laughs> Maybe they went on the journey. <laughs> those guys, you know, because those days there's no Okada, they use bicycle. Amadioha. <laughs> <laughs> riding, riding bicycle. And then maybe he took a bicycle, went somewhere, he's coming back. The guy was lamenting. Where is God? Went to a local, did this, went to this, did all sorts. But those there looking at his drama. Suddenly, he stopped. I asked Pastor, at that time I was very angry. Can you imagine I've lost my intestine? <laughs> Lost my liver, lost my kick preaching. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day, he decided he was going to go and try our own God. Pastor carried him on his back. We took him to the crusade ground. At that time, program had started. When they saw their God being carried, even the people that didn't want to come out before all of them came out. The man gave his heart to Jesus. That altar call, I was not the one preaching. My own job was different. It was to go and deal with that matter. Everybody gave their heart to Jesus. The next Sunday, pastor had over 2,000 people walking to church. We had to stay there. Kept sending brethren there for almost three, four months just to help. Because he was overwhelmed, he couldn't. And just as his church got big, they transferred him. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you, the solution to the family. And you are thinking... You are one of those who is bound by the problem. God gave grace to every family. So he made sure at some point in time, somebody will get saved in each family. That's the solution. And until you do something, nothing's going to happen. And the Holy Ghost is not going to tell you. Because this is not a pay as you go. It is a prepaid plan. We stand to pray and dance. In the evening, I'll be telling you about the remaining two lights and how to operate it. Let me tell you something about the light of glory. It will excite you. You know, there's this song we used to sing, the cloud of glory is moving, let us move with the cloud. You are the only one that can make this cloud happen. You are the only one. Now, I'm not saying that you go and start destroying shrines. That's not, if you are not caught to it, don't do it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, before Samson began to uproot uh, gates and carry it to the hill, the Bible says at the early stage of his life, 
the Holy Spirit began to move in between Dan and Eshtahol. Those little gaps of your early training is what a lot of us ignore and neglect. And while you are in training, you want to go and carry the gates. There's a period where you need to, God needs to familiarize you with who you are, bring you to an understanding of your identity, then what you carry. Then it begins to move you, exercise you in obedience. Things like, there was a time I was, you know, those days when I want to preach or I travel to go and preach, I always sit at the back of the buses, well, not buses, um, this station wagon, right? Is it 504, 505 station wagon? Yeah, no, not down for, it's a car, but it has three rows of seats. Yeah, whatever it's called. So I usually sit at the back, last seats, usually three passengers at the back, four in the middle, um, then two in front with the driver. Overload. So I sat in Ojota. Can't remember where I was heading. And obviously I was taking my position at the back so that I could preach on the way. Then I heard clearly, get down. Ah. Uh, such so you don't listen to you don't wait for it a second time. So I carried my things. I know those days the first the bus has sorry, the car has to be filled up before the next one can start taking on passengers. You don't load human beings. Okay, so you don't call it loading. You load goods, not human beings. So I got down and everybody went crazy because we were only waiting for two more passengers. They went crazy. No, well, we needed one more passenger. Now I got down, now they needed two. You know, they went crazy on me. If you knew you were not going, maybe it's even the one that's carrying the bad load. You know, Nigerians, I, I got down. Don't worry, I have no business with you. So I sat down there. In my heart, something bad is about to happen to this car. When we got to where we were going, the car that arrived safely before us arrived safely. <laughs> what why would you have me get down i didn't understand it i was very curious later i now understood god those things it wasn't because any bad any bad thing was going to happen god is trying to exercise you in obedience so he doesn't want you to obey him because you understand why he said what he said Because you get to some places, if you are waiting for understanding why you should move, <laughs> you are dead. Those little days of Dan and Eshtaol is where a lot of us have missed out on the greatness of the light of glory. The days of Dan and Eshtaol where God says, leave what you are doing now, go and pray. It is only in the light of the glory that tells you, leave what you are doing now. Just go and pray. What should I pray about? Go and pray. See, until you get to your closet, you won't know what to pray. Because the information is not outside of the closet. But, but a lot of us sit down, you still stay with your phone on social media. And that's where a lot of Christians are. Spread that if we all get together on this, and lights of glory begin to shine. I am telling you. Listen, it doesn't cost Jesus anything. 
You've seen hands hang in the air. People that want to beat you silly. Raise their hand and they can't bring it down. You didn't pray. You didn't say anything. God is more than able to not just protect us, deal with your adversaries. It doesn't cost him anything. In fact, God loves showing it off. It shows the superiority of light over darkness. Let there be light. I am charging you by the Spirit of Christ. One starts in your family. All these things you see about dead rising, cripple walking, blind seeing, no big deal. You know, I've been saying this thing. No, when I mean it's not a big deal at all. Paul was talking to a council and he said, Why should you think it's a great thing, a, a great thing that God should raise the dead. That's what he does. It, it's, resurrection is not an event, it's a person. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. Resurrection is not an event. But if you cannot take your family, you can't take a city. <laughs> you can't. Only he who has been faithful over little can be made what? Lord. Do you know what it means to be Lord? Ruler and commander over many. God wants to make you a ruler. I am telling you, God wants to make you a ruler. Some things will not go anywhere except you speak of. I am telling you, some things will not go anywhere except you speak. God put you there, Lord, to rule. Rule. So when I hear that there's still someone in the family, everybody afraid of, and you are part of the fear group, it's disturbing. Very disturbing. There's no hope for that family. It is very disturbing. Extremely disturbing. But the gospel is about transformation and power. Power for transformation of lives. Not just we having fun, praising God together. That's really good. But you know what your praises do? Praises. You can imagine... If only you had this. I, I'm not saying I saw anything. No, I'm, but I'm telling you what I know from scripture. Each time we are praising God. Do you know what is happening? You're having glows of light. Coming together. There, there comes this huge light. That attracts angels. <laughs> Do you know there are some angels that are here. Permanently because you have one. You have one at least. You have one. You have one. If you give good offering you have four. <laughs> That's the joke oh. All right. But that's by the time you the glow, the glow is so attracting to them. And when they hear the word of God too, in understanding that they don't have, they're attracted to the light also. Whether it's time to shine. 
You can't, no, this gospel is not, God did not give you light to keep it to yourself. It's to rule. And rule you will. Yes. Reverend Omolani, at the end of the day, <laughs> converts. I said priests were giving it out to Jesus. One of my daughters, she, she sent me, I said they were having a Jesus match in Ofa or somewhere um, in Kwa State. Was it last month? So I prayed with her and blah, blah, blah. The usual stuff. And this girl is daring. And brethren, they went to Ofa. I, I, I think they said there's usually two factions that fight in that place. Usually at the particular time. And the fight had just broken out a day before they got there. So Khan told them, please, let's not do the Jesus match anymore. My daughter said, oh no, we're going to do it. This one, it was going to be done. I said, we are pulling out. He said, God told me that you people will pull out before I came here. And I shouldn't be worried if you pull out. They went to the Oloku shrine. They met the priests there, all clothed in their regalia. By the time they got there, the pastors <laughs> ran away. No, they didn't run away. They left. She was alone with one of them. She preached to these people. They followed her to church. They were to have prayer meeting. I mean, you know Simi now. Uh-huh. They were to have prayer meeting before the walk. Those priests joined them in the church, prayer meeting for one hour. <laughs> they left the ashram. Guess what? Let me tell you the early days of this girl. When they were in university, the days of the Adan and Eshtar, because your own is about to start. If you miss it and you want to go and start carrying the fence, you are going to crash. There are days where they, these are the, I think it was only their set. We sat one day. These, these girls will, these girls will, I had Babu study with them for 18 hours. I stood for 18 hours while doing Babu study. Praying in the Holy Ghost for a whole day wasn't a big deal to these girls. Most of them were ladies. They're all married now. I don't think she is yet. Those were the early days of Dan and Esther. She went on missions, one of the outskirts in Ibadan. She got there. It was a Muslim community. First thing Jesus did, the first person that met them on, when they were approaching the, 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 the town was the notorious madman. The man was mad and blind. You know, when, you know there's always this black, black, mad person everybody knows? He was a person. While they got there, before they could even pray for him, the man began to see. And he came to his senses. Just because light has come. You don't need to. <laughs> began to see. The guy was not the one. The madman is the one that took them to the, to the to the palace of the chief. It was the madman that took them to the palace of the chief. When the chief saw, the chief is a Muslim. When the chief saw the madman, asked him of his name, his father's name, blah, blah, blah. The guy was fully in his senses. You can see me. 
He said, yes. He said, who, who are you people preaching? He said, Jesus. He said, I'm already a Muslim, but whatever you want to do in this town, you are free. For the first time, they gave a Christian community a land where they could build something temporary to teach people. They had crusades in that place. Place was filled up. What am I saying? God might not be calling you for that. But God did not. See, the light of glory is not a calling. The light of glory is not calling. It's a right of inheritance. I am telling you, please. <laughs> Brother, if only you know that the destiny of your, your entire family is in your hands, oh, you will wake up. You will wake up. They will follow you to your church. You won't need to preach. That's why you are going to create rumor. Because I, 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 saw, I saw that a people went out. And God was, they were amazed with what God was doing with them. And each one, as he was returning, there were little things. But they didn't look like humans. Some looked like humans. They were following them. And they were heading back, following them to church. Brethren, that which will be delivered because of you, I am telling you the Jesus truth. Your family has been waiting for this. God gave us a light. Where would this light shine? I am going to pour something on you in the evening. Please stand be here. My sister, come. You. Yes. Please just make sure you try and come. In the evening, come hungry. So Lord, you know what? This, this thing is not talk. There's so much talk. You know, you guys love revelations and knowledge. That's not it. Paul says, I did not come to you. That's the realm of Apollos. Apollo was an orator. After Paul had gone to Corinth, Apollo showed up. Very eloquent guy. That same Apollo that Priscilla and Aquila caught to his side and helped him straighten his gospel. Same guy. Bible says he was eloquent. Not only that, he was well connected in government. So he brought a lot of people of reckoning into the kingdom. So he went to Corinth to, and Corinthians started liking his style. So Paul said, I did not come to you in enticing words of men's wisdom. But I came to you in the demonstration of the power. Brother, we are not trying to fight. I told you it is prepared. It is prepared. But the truth is this. Light has to be deliberate. Has to be deliberate. If you want your family, go. It is already given to your hands. It's not God is not trying to give it. It's already given into your hands. The combination of there's a reason God gave you your name. There's a reason. Glory is not 
May God give you understanding of glory. There's a reason. You're already functioning and flowing beautifully in an aspect of glory. Because the truth is this, wherever there is, one of the elements of light is sound. Sound and light have a lot of characteristics that are similar. So you're already functioning so well in an area of it. If it does not ensure forth power, after then it's not complete. Because the angels of his glory, they excel in, in power. They excel in power. Psalm 102. They excel in power. We are going to dance. Brethren, if you know the joy in my heart, some of you are looking at now, you are going to come back and say, Pastor, I, I didn't know the guy was going to get alive, come and back alive. It, it doesn't cause, you are not the one doing it. It doesn't cause God anything to raise the dead. And when God wants to make a statement, especially if you come from a very dark home, I love very dark homes because it makes the light more potent. God will now do things that only light can do just to prove a point to darkness. Who is in charge? <laughs> don't be afraid. I don't know who I'm talking to. Nobody can kill you. Somebody had died before doing this. <laughs> Not you. Nobody. Nobody. Allow me to use Nigerian parlance. They've not given back to the father of the person that will kill you. <laughs> Nobody. Not this house. I need us to be deliberate with this light. And expect, expect that God will single you out out of the crowd for great things. Expect it. Do you understand? Expect it. Expect it. I'm taking your time this morning. I love being with you guys. I don't know why. Expect it. No, because I'm excited about what I see. For me, the joy is not you guys, it's what I what I see. It is glorious. But we are we have to be deliberate in getting there. You know, when crossing the Red Sea needed power. Entering that is getting out of Egypt. Needed power. Entering into the promised land needs strategy. Not power. It needs strategy. So you crossed your Red Sea. The next one isn't a sea. It's just a river. Don't approach it the same way. Needs strategy. Strategy means I need to give you the skill you need. You need to know what you need to know. I need to probably change your orientation in terms of your disposition to the gospel of Jesus Christ. What God expects of you. This thing goes beyond all of us. By the time you are done, you are going to raise sons and daughters that will take it from here. But brethren, you are enough of an army to invade any place 
And when your enemies see you, they will just, they will drop their weapons and surrender without fight. You are enough. And guess what? One of you is enough. I'm going to leave us to just celebrate the light of glory. Light of glory shines a lot whenever there is joy. There is joy. That's another characteristic of whenever there is joy. And that's why, see, light of glory can't function where there's disunity. Unity, whenever you see that there are cracks in the family, huh, the light of glory is absent. Don't forget, it, it's, it works with order. What was order? Wife knows her role. Husband knows his role. Everybody filling their space and respecting the other person for who the person is. Pastor K will lead us in praise. I will see you in the evening. <laughs> Dress yourself for the evening. Um, like I said, I'm going to pour something on you guys. But listen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you see, you know, whenever the devil starts talking, he's afraid. Oh, yeah. I just heard something said to me now. But you know some of them are not qualified. So I told them, I said, even me, I'm not qualified. <laughs> yeah, just said it now. Said, I'm not even qualified. See, it, it, it wants to bring your rights to your own works, not your inheritance in Christ's righteousness. Once you start saying, I am, you are qualified because Jesus qualified you. Why are you qualified? Can never be qualified by works. I wish I can sing that song. Please, you are good guys are going to help me record these songs. Let me go and boast to Bola. I know songs she does not know. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are we going to do now? We're going to praise God. Five minutes thereabout. And please. Allow the free flow of the spirit of the living God. Let, if the gift wants to flow, let it flow. It's part of the light of glory. Let it flow, whichever way, five, ten minutes. So the people lose, come back in the evening. Let me hope I can preach in the evening. But listen, gentlemen, you're already in a labor room. We're about to deliver. I'm telling you, you're about to deliver. If what I see is anything to go about, uh, it's not about the number, you know, because the light of glory, what it does is it attracts. Because there's a demarcation, light, darkness, a lot of people just walk out of darkness into light. What, that, what's that? My, okay, it's on my lips, right? I love this song. It's on my lips. <laughs> <laughs>